Mike Wohler was nice enough to hang out after recording that last episode to help me through a pick of my own where I'm on the clock in a pretty intense IDP league. It's all IDP, lots of starters, and some industry folks. Please forgive me. I had not done a lot of research before talking to Mike, but I really wanted to hold that pick uh, until we chatted. So another nice way to dig in the mindset of, of Mike and uh, helping me through a pick of my own. Uh, hopefully enjoy you this uh, this little mini episode. This is a dynasty league, IDP right. only, so no offensive yep. players. It's a 16-teamer, 18 starters. So heavy starters, and but only 35-man rosters, but there's a 50-man or 15-person taxi squad, and the taxi's open for two or three years. So I mean, they're big. They're big rosters. I would, I would, I would make this equivalent to if you've heard us talk about the no position left behind leagues. The defensive side of this is 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 kind of similar to that. Sorry, it's a fourteen teamer, um, yeah, eighteen starters, and the starters are split up. It's not um, true position. So two two yeah. uh, defensive tackles, three defensive ends, four linebackers, two corners three safeties and um and then there's basically there's three flexes on top of that actually there's four flexes and it kind of depends so you can start up to eight linebackers in this thing um Jeez. yeah it's so it's it's very deep if i look at rounds oh my god yeah it's well the taxi squad's massive right so it, it's yeah, it's yeah it's this is a pretty out there league but i i do want to get your thoughts on what's going on so let's talk about the scoring real fast Mm-hmm. the scoring is it's it's position specific the short version yeah. is it's it's close to even you know that one mm-hmm. to three ratio of tackle and sacks um mm-hmm. but as you'd expect you know dts get more of a premium for tackles and sacks and it kind of edges down as you go to defensive end and linebacker and safety and then corners um the corners uh pd scoring isn't crazy it's only three points so i i still don't see a lot of value in corners no i yeah i wouldn't dreaming it but you know i'm not probably considering a corner pie to like the 20th yeah <laughs> even even with i mean three is not bad but it's not crazy yeah. so um so we got some we got some industry folks in this and then we got some mm-hmm. non-industry folks we are in the third round i had the sixth pick i took i took nick bosa with my first pick just from a from a dynasty point of view and defensive end, since it's not since defensive tackles broken out and it's not true position, defensive end dries up pretty fast. So if, uh, from my point of view and the, the research I've done and and I know research Tom Kissinger Kissingberry mm-hmm. has done, um, defensive mm-hmm. end basically if you're good you're going to stay good. Um, linebackers yes. kind of ebb and flow on more of a three year window. Um, so I really wanted to get at least one defensive end as a, as a stalwart. Bosa kind of fell to me at sixth. So next, uh, I took Kenny Clark uh, in at the 209. Wanted a defensive tackle with 14 teams and a minimum of starting two. A young defensive tackle with a reasonable tackle floor because the tackles are are, are juiced for defensive tackles. And, um, you know, probably close to a, a you know, he's going to probably average about 10 sacks from what we're seeing. I think that was a good pick. I was teetering between him and Jalen Smith. Mm -hmm. You know, I just don't know how long his legs are going to hold up from a, from a dynasty point of view, but, but back to conversations you, you and I've had, uh, this league's the same way. I think you're racing to the flex. And if you can start eight linebackers, you want to be doing it in this league. There's just not enough of a sack premium to really make you want to fill your line, your, your core out with defensive ends and defensive tackles. 
Um, so I, I, I do want to start eight linebackers, but being dynasty, I don't, I don't, I don't want to draft all linebackers that are. So uh, I was hoping Jalen Smith uh, would, would fall or somebody else. Um, Devin Bush, Blake Martinez, JJ Watt, all these guys have gone. Um, I'm, I'm up on the clock now. Um, I'm, I really don't know what to do here at the 306. Um, Mike, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm super torn. I guess what, what advice do you have for me based on where we're at right now? All right. So I get where you were coming from with Clark. Yeah. You don't like, that's okay. I, I would have had a really hard time passing on someone like Warner Roquan, you know, or even Jalen. But I mean, if you were worried about the knees, it would have been really hard for me to pass on Warner and uh, or Roquan. Hmm. So that I mean, I get where you're coming from with the premium, but boy, I I probably would have gone linebacker. Um, so one thing that kind of stands out in terms of who's available, and I know it's a dynasty. Um, Bobby but Wagner. It looks like Bobby Wagner. Yep. Yep. I yeah. How do you not take Bobby Wagner? Um, he is on a three or four year deal still. So I don't, I don't think, you know, I don't think the, the draft, you know, I think it's more of a KJ Wright thing. Corey Littleton's available. You know, I yeah. consider Corey Littleton. I'd consider Bobby Wagner. I guess I'd maybe even consider Patrick Queen as crazy as that sounds. Yeah. And a startup, I don't have, you know, I don't necessarily have, a, you know, this is a dynasty. I'm assuming obviously it's a yeah. startup. I mean, everyone is available to you. So I don't necessarily have a problem with, with Queen, uh, you know, here defensive end that we'd be talking Frank Clark, Brian Burns. I'm not a Cam Hayward guy. Um, Josh Allen. Yeah. Did Josh Allen get taken? He did. He got taken early. Okay. He got taken in the first round somehow. So defensive end's going to dry up fast, but part of me thinks I can yeah, yeah. value there. So I, it feels a little win now, but I think I, I, I think I have to go Bobby Wagner. I don't know how you don't do it. And if I'm competing, yeah, if I'm competing year one, that's a lights out great pick. If my team doesn't end up competing, it's a, it's a trade for a first kind of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. You trade, you trade it before, before the playoffs, you know, before the trade deadline and you get a first round pick for next year. The more I think about it, the more I think it's a, it's a no brainer pick because even, even if it's dynasty, somebody's going to want Bobby Wagner for the playoff run. You've got a while, but and plus you've got a while till your fourth round pick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to get hammered. I uh, yeah, and we don't know what Patrick Queen is. We we have no clue. No, I, we yeah. I mean, he could be he could be Luke Keekley. He could be Bobby Wagner. But with the as much and, and as much as we really like our rookies and you know our shiny new toys, this is an even crazier year because the rookies don't have mini camps they don't have the otas they don't right. have the rookie mini camps there's no preseason games yeah, yeah. it's very base it's not even training camp there's no what there's no real scrimmages there's nothing really going on so i mean just kind of judging why with how things have been going with stuff that i've been reading and just watching um, hard knocks. There's a lot of Zoom meetings, and there's just these basic walkthroughs. Right. So right. rookies are already kind of behind the eight ball, even more so than they have in years past, because they don't have the real time. They don't have the the normal. They don't have a normal off season. They don't have a normal preseason to go through. So yeah, I, I think that pick also sets me up for a year one punt, and I'm not I'm not ready to go there yet. 
Like I don't. Yeah. There, there's. I mean, there's. There's good. There's good young producing players still on the board. So I. I don't see. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny after we talk about it, it seems like a no-brainer. I. I at thirty-fourth overall for Bob. I mean, even though he's, turned. He, I think he turned thirty. I think for you to get someone like Wagner at thirty-fourth, I think it's just you know, take. You know what? Take the production. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, let me look. I just wanted to look at his contract real fast to make sure we're not we're not up in the night here. But I'm I know well, we're not I up mean, in the night. I think Deion Jones is still available. Deion Jones is still available. No, he was so, taken. No, he was taken. Oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah. I I would have went there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's. Yeah, I. I oh my gosh, he's still no, on the board. He's not. No, he's still on the board. So actually, wow. Now that, I mean, he and he's. He just – he will be 20 25. He'll be 26. 26 in November. So yeah. – Well, Bobby Wagner signed through 2022, but they saved $16 million in cap if they cut it in 2022. But that may, still makes him a two-year starter in 2020, 2020 and 2021. So do you take yeah, – do you take the – do you take the known production with Wagner or do you take the the youth of Jones but the inju- injury risk that – I, I still Jones? think I'm – I still think I'm taking the the known quantity here. Yeah, it's hard to take a 30 year old, but I, th- I feel like you're right. It's funny. I'm looking at my Dan- <laughs> dynasty rankings, and I have Dion above Bobby. But you know, it's funny when you're but on. But I the mean, clock. like, if if you, but I, I have no problem if you're to pull the trigger on Dion Jones. No problem with it. It's yeah. I don't think it's a punt. I still think no. It's definitely not a punt. A, definitely not a punt. Like it would be if you went with like Patrick Queen or Kenneth Murray or someone like that. I kind of wish I didn't bring up Deion Jones now. I think because you're pretty sad. Yeah, I was sad. Now I'm now I'm torn. All right. Well, well, I think you've helped me. I think we're down to two players. That narrows it down. So, Mike, I appreciate your time, man. Yep, absolutely. Always, like I said, always. It's you know, thanks for for reaching out. Always, uh, always good talking through things. It's funny how IDP minds work. Totally. And that will wrap it up for another episode of On The Clock IDP. With Utah EC, big shout out to Mike Wollert for being part of this. It's It's been awesome and huge thanks for helping me through a pick that I haven't looked at very closely, but now I think I know what I need to do now. Next episode will be with at Adam TZ Sticky, and we'll be digging into his head as he's going through a, a pretty nasty redraft league. We'll get a few picks with him and see how he thinks about things. Until then, catch you later.